Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to number 56 of the Simon Says Podcast. It's Charlie Maddie. Sean is completely encased in ice in his house. Can't get out. <laughs> Is it waiting happens. desperately. I've never heard of a person having a generator and not knowing how to fire it up. But uh, oh, he knows. He just he's like ah. I mean, he is quite five the, more minutes. He is quite the damsel in distress sometimes. Yeah. Um, I went to Lowe's uh, the other night. I have I found the problem with allowing a child to be in charge of a chore. Um, it came to my attention that we are now out of firewood and. We only found that out after the boy was told to go get more firewood. And he said, oh, we're out. <laughs> oh, so he does his chore of bringing in the firewood. He yep. just didn't bother to tell you when there was no more to bring in. No, and obviously, as with anything, you know, it's our fault for not telling him he needed to tell us that. Oh, absolutely. You've got to tell them every no, tiny, yeah. minute detail. I, again, or forget I, I've, it. I've been realizing as a parent and, of course, you know, a parent delegating uh, things, activities, chores, that you have to lay out every step of the plan uh, from beginning to end. You know, it's like, yeah. All right, I want you to go outside. I want you to lift the cover off. I want you to grab uh, an assortment of logs. I want you to close the cover, bring them into the house and then <laughs> shut the door, turn on the light, turn off the light. Um, but yeah, it's with with kids. You have to first of all, what you think is common sense. There's nothing common about it. Like no. they have none of that, and you de- you absolutely have to spell everything out. And it gets to the point sometimes where you're like, oh, it's really just easier to do this myself. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, uh, this is now backfired. But so I was thinking about the generator thing. I was I went by. Um, I went by Lowe's Home Improvement. I went by a couple Harris Teeters. I went to a Lowe's Foods. Like I've been driving around, and there is nary nary a firewood to be found. But I did see an assortment of people loading generators onto their trucks and cars. So we are so we live in this society. I mean, first world problems, absolutely, because we are so used to having power to do everything that people freak out when it's off for fifteen minutes. Yeah, you put up something, or you said something interesting online the other day. Something about candles. Oh, you were talking about the fact you left the candle burning in the thing. Yeah, I was. I was laughing because uh, the first thing I saw when I, I, I was like, oh, I bet she lost power and couldn't find any candles. Because um, I was thinking of like back in the day when we would lose power out in the country. 
uh, you know, it would be like that fun game of trying to find all the ca- you know candles in the house, and you've got your fancy mm. dinner candles. Uh, you got you know like the, the tapers. Candel- you're walking around with a candelabra. <laughs> um, we also but used we to can... have one of those cool like lant like lanterns like the neat oh, yeah. oil lanterns. I used mm-hmm. to love that thing. It would be like a treat to get to fire that up. And but we were cool with it. We could live. We could handle it. You know the power. I mean, back when Hurricane Hugo hit, like even sh- places in Charlotte were without power for weeks, and people just made do. Everybody didn't have a generator then. I remember one time in college, it was like senior year, uh, it was just me and one of my roommates at home, and he had like the flu, and we lost power. We were out in the, I mean, we were out on a lake in the woods of New Hampshire. Um, <laughs> we were far out there. Was and this I re- camp or college? <laughs> this guy, I went to I went to a real small school in the mountains of New Hampshire. It okay. would actually, for, for uh, reference sake, if you've ever seen Animal House, you know, there's a scene where they all go to the women's college nearby to pick up chicks. Yeah. The women's college was my school. <laughs> like, it had recently been turned co-ed when I went there. Oh, wow. So, yeah. But we were way out in the in, in the boonies. But uh, I remember calling the power company and being like, listen, my roommate is dying. We need our power. And, you know, we were there burning whatever we could and huddled up. And, and I, of course, you know, we, we drank NyQuil together as a sign of camaraderie. <laughs> well, I, exactly. I wasn't sick, but I feel I felt the need to help him out. And, you're, you're bonding. Yeah. But uh, so good luck if anybody is without power and whatnot. We, we were, you know, spreading the word. You can still listen to us and listen to podcasts and stuff. That's what a weather radio with batteries is for. There. Do you ever have you ever had one of the ones where you crank it? Like mm-hmm. I got that and I got real disinterested and stopped cranking it. <laughs> like I tried it and it's funny because then I handed it off to the children and we were camping one time. So we take it camping and it was starting to run low and we're like, they're like, what do we do? And it was like, yeah, just start cranking on it. And that actually killed a little bit of time where they were really focused on could they charge their, like plugging the phone in and trying to charge it mm-hmm. while cranking. It was a real neat game that we found. <laughs> Uh, how long does one of those go once you crank it up? Uh, I feel I don't know. I've never gotten to a full cranking charge <laughs> to find out what what its limits are because I get real tired. It's the same as the. Have you ever had a shaky flashlight? It's like a no. shake weight, but but it fires up your flashlight. No, I don't. I don't buy <laughs> things that require me to do <laughs> something to around. make it work. No, you walk around like a shake weight. <laughs> Oh, but that doesn't light. look weird at all. No, no, it looks like you're just angrily <laughs> flashing lights at people. Um, but yeah, so there's no firewood, and I'm on a waiting list for firewood. So I might actually, I haven't, uh, I have to make a confession. Yes, I had sent out a text to uh, you and Sean, um, bragging about the fact that my wife bought me a KFC fire log. Yeah, but I have, I have to tell you something. I'm too scared to light it. <laughs> Why are you scared to light it? Because I have this thing. I don't like fake smells. You're afraid you'll get too hungry? No, I'm actually more concerned that it's going to... Well, first of all, it smells funny just to begin with. Like, we oh. took it out of the box and it was like, this has a smell. And, and, <laughs> and it's not chicken. No, and that's the thing. Like, my wife was like, it kind of smells like fried chicken. And the boy was there and he was like, it totally smells like chicken. I'm like, it does not smell like chicken. And then I was concerned, like, have I forgotten what fried chicken smells like? Because it's been a minute. Um, but yeah, so I'm really nervous about firing it up because it's like... Have you ever had, like, you light a candle and you're like, oh, no, this is not something I like. Like, yeah. my wife is crazy sensitive to smell. 
Mm-hmm. So like the littlest thing, she, she's like, I have a massive head, like this has to go. So I, all I pictured was it gets going, the chickenish smell starts wafting through my house and it's like, oh God, make this go away. And then what do I do? Run screaming out of the house with a flaming <laughs> chicken I log. I do think that it doesn't matter how much time has gone by. Kentucky Fried Chicken, in its purest form, only smells of deliciousness. So if you weren't smelling that, there that's, might be something wrong. And that's the thing. Like I, I, I always remembered that the the Colonel has never done me wrong right. on, on their delicious chicken and delicious chicken. But I, I'm really <laughs> concerned about the idea of you know what do I do if suddenly? And I almost didn't want to say it. Like I don't want to and put then this you can't on my put life. It out. That's what I'm like. Exactly. Do I grab my? I like. I have these awesome. I call them fireplace gloves, but I actually bought welder's gloves because uh-huh. it and it drives my wife crazy because I'll stick my hands directly into the fire to move logs around. <laughs> yeah, that's that's some New Hampshire wood wood burning stove stuff right there. You just feel so manly when you do that, don't you? Oh yeah, except I feel manly up until the point where I realize that they're not completely impenetrable by heat, and it's like, <laughs> oh, is this starting to burn a little? Um, <laughs> but I'm a man. But yeah, so I, I guess the, the the end game would be if it does smell, I got to run screaming out of my house with flaming chicken logs. But <laughs> I guess you know you got to do what you got to do. I, I just don't want it to have it, you know, it run out onto my deck, hit an icy spot, then I fall down the stairs and there's flames and bad chicken yes, smells. Don't and... don't forget that the deck is most likely icy. Yeah, and then so. I got to explain that to the paramedics. You know what happened to you? Why do you smell weird? No. Um, so I. I was really excited when they started to do this, um, when they started announcing they were going to do movie rentals at home. And there's nothing against, like, we were driving to Friendly Center the other day to go up to the teeter, and, you know, you got to drive by the, the Regal up there, and it's so sad to see that movie theater mm-hmm. just sitting there. And I know, like, Red Cinemas in Greensboro, they tried to open up for a while, and, and they I think they did end up having to close back down again. Um, and there's nothing I want more than to go to a movie. Like I, I really am missing. That's something I've realized that I miss a lot. Like that. Yeah, that, that it activity. is an experience that cannot be reproduced in your own home unless you're like Shaquille O'Neal and you have a full size movie theater. Or my place. buddy John, who revealed to me the other day that I think he's got like a seventy to eighty inch TV in his bedroom. Oh, wow. Like That's a crazy, too much. Like a crazy person. And it's funny, his wife is on board. And the best is that they sit around watching. Like, he's like, I was watching a football game the other day, and it was like the players were in my room. It's like they're in bed with you. <laughs> but it's too close. Yeah, it's too much. But, um, ooh, a sex scene? That would be awkward. <laughs> like, it's like they're doing a right there. <laughs> I mean, I know some people pay good money for that, but I, that's not really my <laughs> no, deal. No, no, no. I, I don't know. But, you know, I realized how it, I, there was part of me that was super excited about the idea of, you know, like it would be cool to watch a movie at home like that, to, to have that option. Yeah. Um, the first one that kind of came around like that was Wonder Woman, the new Wonder Woman. Of course, that backfired on me because I, I thought it was terrible. But, you know, we went to go, oh, I know what it was. My wife wanted to see... Um, now I'm gonna get the name wrong. It's like Barb and and yeah. Oh God, the, what's the other the one? one with um, uh, Kristen Wig? Kristen Wig? It's yeah. like something in Go to Vista Del Mar. Barb and Barb go to Vista Del Mar. Anyway, we were gonna go watch it, and I so I click on it as a rental, and it was like twenty bucks. Yes. And I'm like, 
I don't know. I can't pull the trigger on that. It's weird at home, even though you would easily spend that for two of you to go right. see it at the theater. Somehow spending $20 at home, it's like, ah, am I ready for this yet? Should we wait a little longer? Exactly. <laughs> So I, re- down. I realize what it is, and I realize why I don't mind. I will spend that and more to go, like, gladly to go to any big, you know, blockbuster movie in the movie theater because you get there and you got the, especially now with the cool, like, reclining leather seats and the, it, the like, the sounds perfect and it's on the big screen. Like, I miss everything about that. And it's like, mm-hmm. I will be the, the, you know, we were talking the other day on the air about well, things that we've would look forward to doing when things go back to normal, as they say. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Movie theater, 100%. I am first the in line. Crazy popcorn where you have them put some popcorn, then put some butter, and then put some more popcorn, and then put some more butter. Oh, look, man. So good. I will buy all the concessions, and I promise, I, I, I'm saying this out there, out loud, I will never sneak things in again. <laughs> It does change your idea of certain things like that. But so talking about how much you'd spend to watch a movie at home, we um, started this thing where we take turns picking movies. And that way, you know, everybody gets to pick one and we're not always, you know, only watching sci-fi or whatever kind of stuff. Yeah. So the other my movie that I picked was The Art of Racing in the Rain. With my love and Tamelia, and it's got the dog. It's a you dog told you story. mentioned that before. Yeah, I haven't. Well, I'd been one to see it, so finally I was like, okay, I know what my movie's going to be when my turn comes around. And when it popped up, it was on Amazon Prime. And when it popped up, it was three ninety eight, and I was like, uh, do I want to pay three ninety eight? I'm oh, like, see. come on, you can pay four dollars to watch this movie. What is wrong with I, you? I like I even gone up to five ninety nine and been like. You know, it's like if I got it from Redbox and forgot to return it like multiple nights like I've done in the past. Like I can justify, but it's like the second I saw anything above, it was like, you know, 20 bucks. we've gotten so spoiled with so much free stuff on Netflix and everything else that even when it's only $5, we're kind of like, I don't know if I really want to pay that to rent it. Well, then I also fell into the thing where I was justifying because it's like, you know, the rental was 20 bucks, but I could buy it for 25 and I'm like, right. I I for sure and I I have I have already done it twice. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I bought two movies that I bought first watched and were like, "Well, uh that was a waste of money. I'll never watch Tenant. that." Tenant. I see. Okay. I bought that and I'm actually I need I haven't gone back to watch it again. That movie was It is a there. movie you need to watch like four times to really understand what's like, going on. To the point where they, ex- they when they're explaining why it's so weird that the the explanation doesn't make sense. No, um, they, it's over explained. It's over technical, and then they throw in some accents on top of all that, and it it just lost me. I fell asleep. You know what so I did, hard. What I what I still couldn't get over was Denzel Washington's kid is in. He's I say kid. I mean he's a grown man, but. Mm-hmm. It's funny when you hear him act, you know, like his voice, like you can hear the Denzel. He has the mannerisms. He doesn't necessarily, like you don't look at him and go, oh yeah, that's Denzel's kid. But when you hear him talk, it's like, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I actually just watched, speaking of Denzel, I watched this movie on HBO Max that I thought was going to be really good with, um, it's like the little things with Jared Leto and yeah. uh, Rami Malek. And I, yes. I, I was only, I was only moderately... Really, Jared Leto. I mean, he will be forever able to play creepy 
Like he yeah. nails creepy now, which is so so funny because if you think about where he started as like the dreamy hunk. Jordan Catalano. Exactly. He's like the sexiest sex symbol of all sex symbols. And he's now crazy. he's known for like a bizarre joker and, you know, this, yeah. this creepy. I think cre- he does that on purpose to just play, you know, play against type because he is a very attractive man. He rode in my car once, by the way. On purpose? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, this isn't my Uber. I did not kidnap him. <laughs> yeah. Was he was he in a seat or was he in the trunk? No, I had to I had to transport his band from our radio station oh God, back and forth to the House of Blues. Was it 30 seconds to Mars? Is that yeah. I f- yeah. keep forgetting he was in a band. See, that's yeah, the thing. Was, his, his band is actually very good too. But I think he purposefully plays against type because you just expect him to be that good-looking leading man, but he's good he's really good at it. So, yay. Yeah. You know, in the Dallas Buyers Club, it's oh, not God. anything. That movie but, was fantastic, but I. But some other ones that he's been in, Requiem for a Dream, and yeah. you know, some really intense movies, and he's he's a good actor. Oh yeah, he was in uh, Fight Club. He yeah, he got real bad beaten up in that. Was mm-hmm. he in Twelve Monkeys? I don't. I can't don't remember. Think so. I know he was in Fight Club. Oh yeah, blonde. for sure. Um, yeah, see, I, I think you have to be the super attractive guy to then, oh, I don't want to always be seen as attractive. Meanwhile, I'm over here being like, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> Could I just once play the leading man? <laughs> Could I maybe be Brad Pitt in this one and not the creepy guy? <laughs> Poor Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not getting a lot of hunky roles. Um, no. So, you know, we haven't really... And, and who's to say what's going to happen overnight tonight? Um, this come, We're recording this on Wednesday, um, and we're still waiting to see what snow and we're rain and ice. We're supposed to get and, a severe ice storm. Um, did you ever have... How much snow did you get growing up in Indiana? Like, I, I, I don't... I guess I'm kind of ignorant on what the... We would get, I mean, right now, my friends there are sitting among about, I think most of them got like eight, nine inches over the past few days, but it can be, we got snow, but it would be like maybe, maybe one or two really good snowfalls. But I do remember certain years when we got a lot. Yeah. See, like we used to in New Hampshire, it would be like clockwork. You get, you know, feed after feed. And it's funny because I was talking to my sister. Um, my wife had sent her her Christmas her Christmas present late and it got the notification it had been delivered. And, and she's like, did your sister say anything? Have you heard from her? And I'm like, no, I haven't talked to her in a minute. And I'm like, hey, you know, I, I hit her up. I was like, did you did you get a package? She's like, maybe. Um <laughs> My, my my mailbox is over there. So basically what happened was is like her mailbox is across the street and like on a little bit of a side road uh, and where she lives in Massachusetts, uh, I guess someone normally plows that and plows right in front of the mailbox. Well, I guess this time somebody had, uh, someone new had done it and swung a, a wide berth in front of the mailbox. So there was still like a couple feet yeah, snow in <laughs> so front of I can't actually get to it. Yeah, so she's like, first of all, I'm scared because I th- I know my male person hates me, and second of all, like it's all the way over there. Mm-hmm. So she did eventually trudge out and go get her mail. But yeah, I mean, it's. But I was thinking about how much fun and I was thinking, like, and especially in high school, like what we would do, the mm-hmm. dumb stuff we would do when we'd get snow and ice and and whatnot. You know, of course, everyone's like you know, be safe and, and, and be careful and, and do all this. And of course, me and my friends, the first thing we did, one of my favorite memories, 
and from high school was my buddy Ian had this uh, cool, he had one of those uh, Broncos, like the old mm-hmm. school Bronco. And uh, so what would happen is we'd take turns, we'd call it skitching. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there is an actual term for it, but what you do is take turns holding onto the bumper of the of the car. Oh, <laughs> and then he would drive, and it would be like, see who could hold on the longest. Which, you know, obviously, safe, amazing choices that you would make as a child. Uh, but it was fun. Like, like we would do, and you would have enough snow on the ground and do enough, there'd be enough ice or whatever to do that. Like, the other one, mm-hmm. I, like, every once in a while in a big sno- um, snowstorm, um, I saw a video the other day of a guy, um, he had, they had a tow line dragging behind, like, an outback, and he was snowboarding through Chicago. <laughs> like you see wow. that every once in a while and we've done that actually we did that in New Hampshire one time mm-hmm. in college where my buddy had this beater car that he you know put great winter tires on and so we would drive around and do that which isn't as much fun as you would think uh, unfortunately underneath that snow is usually yes hard pavement and God forbid you, you hit a patch that isn't quite snowy um, right that doesn't feel we had great. a um, we had a Jeep, a Jeep Renegade, and when we'd get good snows, my dad would purposefully go out looking for people who had driven in a ditch so that he could pull them out. Um, but I do remember one time, actually, when I first started driving, and I think it I'd gone to school and it started snowing while we were at school. And it, this was back when, like, with this Jeep, you had to get out and physically lock in the hubs and, yeah. and you know, put it into four-wheel drive and whatever. And so I left school not thinking that I needed to do that and about halfway home slid off into a ditch and I'm like I'm an idiot I'm in a jeep and I'm in a ditch (laughs) it's funny because in up at school in college uh there was this girl from Virginia who had an explorer and I the reason I remember that was because she I remember we were getting one of our snowstorms and she's like I'm fine I've got an SUV and then, you know, of course, hours later, you get the phone call. Can someone come get me? <laughs> my my explorer's in, in a ditch. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's not how it works. But we definitely, you know, would have enough to go out and do donuts in the parking lots. And we had, in the middle of my small town, we had a golf course that had one great big hill. Yes. And we called it Dead Man's Hill. And everyone, the whole town would be there with big the big tractor trailer tires and their sleds and just pilot as many people as we could on the inner tube, you know, to go down the hill and building little ramps. It was so fun. We had, it's funny you say that. So we had Killer Hill. And <laughs> so the best thing about Killer Hill was that it They always was, have these morbid names. <laughs> for sure. But the funny thing is like, well, no one actually got killed, but no. So there no was dead men were on our hill either. <laughs> although it was touch and go. See, the thing with Killer Hill was crazy steep. Um, yeah. And of course, everyone would put on like there would always be like the one massive jump in the middle of it. So mm-hmm. that would be super fun to watch somebody hit that without realizing how fast. Oh, yeah. They were when going. you've got like five people piled on an inner tube and you hit one of those and then they all come crashing down oh. on top of each other. <laughs> but the best thing about that one was is that there was trees around it. Like so there were still like a oh. couple big trees. Yeah, for sure. My friend's dad uh, hit one of the trees, Oh, ruptured his spleen, had to go to the hospital. Oh, oh yeah. No. Oh, yeah. That's super great. Which is That's also terrible. Yeah. But it's also fun when it happens to a parent, like, uh, you know, because then everybody, you know, of course, all the parents after that were like, well, this, this killer hill. It, it technically, the name of it was Wednesday Hill. But, uh, you know, we all called it Killer Hill. Come on now. But um, 
the saddest thing I remember was I had been away. I'd been down here in North Carolina for a while, and I went back home, and somebody had bought the land and built oh. a house right at the base of the no. hill. It was like, why did you do, you monsters? Like, it was the best hill. You, I mean, it was yeah. crazy steep and super fast, and it always had plenty. Like, it was just the best. Yeah, ours was uh, was also great because there weren't any trees on it because it was in the middle of the golf course. So it was just perfect for a whole bunch of people to go at the same time. And and it was just, it's also where every class had their class picture taken. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But it was just, you know, but now that golf course is closed and they built a different golf course outside of town. So I don't even know. I, I have a strong feeling that no one's allowed to go sledding on it anymore because lawsuits blah 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 see we but, used, man we haven't been able to find so where i live now i haven't really found like god forbid it's been so long and that's what's so frustrating about these winter advisories is that i get it i mean you know we're, we live in north carolina people are like what did you expect but you want one big snowstorm like i want mm-hmm. a good few inches because it's fun even my kids you know the the last one we got uh, the last semi-snow we got, I, I, funny enough, was the day we all found out we had COVID. So my wife and I were freaking out. And meanwhile, they were like, it's snowing! That um, wasn't very much snow that day. But uh, they're you know, running outside and they're like, we want to make yeah. snow. Like they, they have all this stuff they want to do. And it's like, you feel bad. It's, you're not going well, yeah, to be able to pull anything off. It's just a dusting. You can't even build a tiny little snowman or anything. It's no. like, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. I, w- I do wish that we would get every year at least one really substantial like two or three inches at least of snow so the kids can actually do the fun stuff yeah when um also when i was growing up we had a decent backyard for sledding but our next door neighbors who were these two older sisters that lived together theirs was awesome so we'd always go over can we come sled in your yard and they would let us and we'd go sledding in their backyard and that was pretty cool too yeah, we still yeah. So we've never been able to find even if we do get a good snow. I'm not, I'm not yeah. positive where to take the kids in this neighborhood. Yeah. I know of my another backyard. Neighborhood. My backyard probably tomorrow will be great for ice skating because it tends to flood every time it rains and it's very flat. So if yeah. you'd like to ice skate after the ice storm tomorrow, I think I've got the perfect spot. But otherwise, we we don't have a hill at all. Before I left the house, I I I, I left word with my resident, my roommate. Um, mm-hmm. the boy, I was like, you know, can you go pick up the dog poop in the backyard? Cause if it does <laughs> snow, you're going to want to frolic around in there. <laughs> I'm like, you're doing it for your own good. Like you just don't right, right, right now. It's not a good scene. You don't want to be in that backyard. It's, well, it's been, been raining so much. I think it all would melt. Uh, no, there's a but lot. You have three dogs. So. Yeah. But only one of them really accumulates. <laughs> <laughs> the, la- the black lab is the only one that really is doing yeah, some damage. Yeah, the other ones are like tiny little nuggets. Although, you know, okay, well, we're not going to go on the, the dog poop lane, but I will say this. <laughs> I, I love the troll aspect of the tiny dogs because, you know, my my dog is a girl, so if she goes to the bathroom, it's, you know, the squat, whereas the, the boys are lifting the leg. I had my car cover for my, my the Jetta that I'm keeping for my kid, I had it hanging on the the fence because I had to move my car because the last ice we got, so a limb fell basically on it. Didn't do anything to it, but it, you know. So I oh. took the I had the cover off and I had it on my fence. I look out, I let the dogs out and both the little dogs run over and immediately start peeing on it. And I was like, "What are you guys doing? 
Like, you have all this yard. He's <laughs> like, they also did it the Gotta other day. They, yeah, well, they mark it. foreign. It's in our yard. It doesn't smell like us. Well, the other day, they peed on my wood pile. Like, I <laughs> bought a brand new cover for the wood pile and had it. They're peeing there on it. You, like, you little trolls. Stop what are you doing? covering things. Oh, my God. All right. This, this is the way my brain works. I'm sorry, but. So, so when you take we take the trash cans out when you bring them back in, yeah. it was like Christmas last week. I don't know who went to the bathroom on our trash can, but I swear to God, every day it was like, oh, we got to go get another hit of that can. Oh, you should see, <laughs> you know, all over it. My boyfriend's an electrician, and so sometimes he has to go into houses with dogs, and he will come home, and our dog is like. <laughs> just like sniffs him to death like where have you been you've been cheating on me you've been somewhere else with some other dog oh, Who's, who is this dog what is happening what do you smell I mean, like something she goes crazy have you ever had this issue and you know talking dogs dog talk um does your dog react the same to people strangers coming in the house or does she have some people that you know maybe after a minute she warms up and she's cool or have she, have you ever had her oh. react like I just don't like this one person. Um, not completely that way, but she is definitely more affectionate to some people. And like my neighbor, my friend that lives across the street, she came over the other night and my dog would not leave her alone, even with being called down, you know, just being scolded whatever she would not leave her alone to where I ended up having to put her in her crate just to let my friend have some peace but then other times my dog will be like real shy and hiding and I don't know I don't know if I want to be around you or not so she definitely has different reactions it's so weird so like the littlest dog there's a friend of the boys who comes over and so he would come over he's a great kid he's super nice great kid um, it doesn't put off a creepy vibe. You know what I mean? It's, it's, and yeah. so like nice my, to the dog. Yeah. My dog would bark at him and then she eventually warmed up to him and everything was fine. The, the little, the littlest one will not stop. And it's to the point, like he had to spend, his parents went out of town. So we told me, you know, told them that he could stay at our house and it was like all Nonstop, nothing we could do. Like we had him give give the dog treats. We had him do that. That dog does not appreciate that kid, and it's just barks at him the whole time. Oh yeah, and it's got that super high tiny Chihuahua bark. So it's real. It's a lot. It's a lot when 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 he barks. But Uh so we were talking about taking um, we're gonna talking about going on a beach trip over spring break. We're gonna try it. We're gonna try to go to the Outer Banks again. Uh, Fingers crossed. COVID and uh, we were talking about letting the kids bring friends and it was so funny because it was like yeah well maybe he can bring you know this kid and then we were like well we're bringing the dogs and I was like oh no oh yeah <laughs> like can you imagine <laughs> it's like not to mention you know a whole week in a house with him but you know I'm just picturing the, the car ride to out of the Outer Banks it just oh, he's like oh no no unless we drug him why what you can do about I don't that know. well you know i think the next thing is gonna have to be peanut butter hat you know maybe we'll have to give him a peanut butter hat and let him just uh, lick his it face can't and... hurt <laughs> when in doubt <laughs> when in doubt peanut butter hat <laughs> yep, um there you go well this has been uh good times whether you get uh any sort of snow or ice or whatever hopefully you don't lose your power but don't forget you can always 
listen to the station and stuff. If you get the um, the sign, get the radio.com app, you can stream us from your phone. So if you got a yeah, cell signal, you can listen boom. to us on your phone, or if you have one of those cool cranky yuppie radios, that'll yeah. work too. Yeah, man. If you got like a killer killer cranking arm and want to get cranking, you know, <laughs> check us out. Build up your your biceps. We uh, will have plenty of music for you. And other than that, we will be back. Uh, do you have any final words? Uh, 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 <laughs> no, just stay safe out there, everybody. It's going to be, it, I'm afraid this is going to be really icy and bad. So I hope that every, everyone stays safe. Yeah, I I think it's going to be, I might have to get the, uh, the bag of kitty litter for the back of my truck just because I hear that's super fun. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right. Well, y'all be safe. Have a good one. And we will talk to you next Wednesday. Okay, bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.